Hey gang, today we're talking about basic economics and the best way to learn about the laws of supply and demand. Speaking of the best way, the best way to learn how to trade is by checking out the recent four-day workshop that we hosted called CyberTrader. We hosted it live back in October, but we're bringing back the recordings thanks to popular demand. So if you want to check it out, check out the link in the show notes below. Recordings are only available through November. It's four days. It's about three hours each day. So I would advise getting started sooner than later. That way you don't run out of time and miss them again. So CyberTrader Workshop, link is in the show notes below and enjoy today's episode. This is the cool thing about support and resistance. Where buying pressure existed before, you darn sure there are buyers there again. Again, same thing, laws of supply and demand. My wife was asking me the question the other day about, we just got a, a, a BJ's um, thing, whatever, card, whatever you get, membership, right? Or she has a BJ's membership, not me. Um, only one of us can use it. But I typically do all the shopping. So like, I know I'm really nerdy when it comes to shopping. Like I have like a spreadsheet with prices and fluctuations and like, you know, supply and demand charts, right? It's, it's weird. It's a whole thing. Don't judge me. Um, but I do think the supermarket is the best place to learn about supply and demand. So anyway, she was um, asking me the questions about pasta, where it was like, I, they have this sale for pasta where it's, you get like this many for $9, but there's also a $2 coupon. So that would end up getting like, you would get seven cases for $9. Is that a good deal? And right away, can I know the fluctuations in my head of what that brand of pasta costs at where I go? I said, well, the lowest that pasta goes where I see it, right? You can't get like 69 cent pasta anymore, right? But every once in a while, it'll still go, it'll still go back down to 90, 99 cent. It'll still go back down to 99 cent. It'll do, or it'll, they'll do like a 10 for 10, right? So because I know that's the lowest price it can go, because that's the price that I'm, per, I'm, I'm personally interested in buying. I'm not interested in buying $2 pasta. What I will do is I will wait until I go to the supermarket probably like bi-weekly, right? So I will wait until that pasta goes down to 99 cents because I know that is the lowest it will go. I know that's the lowest price, right? History has, well, recent history, inflation has told me that. So when it goes down to 99 cents, what do you guys think I do? Do I, pa do I pass over it? Pasta is something we go through like crazy in the Stokes household. Do you think I pass over it? No, right? I buy as much as I can, right? Because I know price won't be back to this level for a month or so. And pasta is something that we will use. So it, it, it's the same thing supply and demand, right? The chart has shown me that buyers are interested in this level. If the, whatever computer program is stalking my buy and sell habits at the supermarket knows that when pasta goes to 99 cent, I'm buying it up. And because I was interested before, it knows I will be interested again. So same thing in the chart. Where buyers were interested before, they should be interested again. Now, what's different than this in pasta is that it doesn't mean they're going to win. The selling pressure can outweigh the buying pressure. There's all types of economic situations that are going on, obviously. But the point is, Going back to the original thing, we're trying to identify one, levels of importance, and then two, look for clues at those levels of importance. Um, I missed a lot of questions here talking about pasta, pasta, we like pasta, bring in some pasta, Kiel, I do the same for butter, fill the fridge, <laughs> we bought a whole bin of pasta, right? Is, isn't it crazy how, um, like, again, I, I took a, it's, it's weird, I took a class in college, well, it wasn't a class, I think it was a, I, it wasn't a class, but I, I, I don't know what it was. 
um, it was something about nutrition. I think one of my, my wellness professors was offering just like a thing on nutrition where she basically took us to the supermarket and taught us how to read labels. Because, you know, like, at least here in the U.S., we lie about everything. I don't know. I know our, you know, we have a lot of products that we eat here that are banned in most other places of the world, but we lie about everything here in the U.S. So, like, we will we will label something wheat bread when it is not actually wheat bread. Is that common in other places as well, or is that just an American thing? Is lying just an American thing? But we we will we will like label something wheat bread off a of technicality, where it's like, hey, there's some enriched wheat flour in here we can call it wheat bread where in true wheat bread the first thing on the label needs to be whole wheat flour or it's not actually wheat bread so that's how so i, I was learning stuff like that in the supermarket and then i got into um, i don't know how i got into it but i think it was when i had kids i started noticing like you you um i don't know if you ever brought kids to the to the to the uh, supermarket but i bring kids to the supermarket and like little hands come out the cart and start grabbing stuff, right? And then before you know it, you're you're at the like the checkout and you got all this like candy and random like stuff. And I'm like, where, like, where the hell did that come from? And like these little hands just like, they're so quick, they grab it. And I'm like, it made me understand like, well, the, the shelf placement matters, right? The shelf placement matters in the supermarket. And it's, it's not like the liquor store. In the liquor store, you know the bottom shelf is the cheap stuff where you may or may not see afterwards, but your 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 wallet will be heavier. The top shelf stuff is the important stuff. It's not like that in the supermarket. In the supermarket, right, there is the middle the middle row stuff that is kind of the the main aisle because that's where that's right at eye height for most people. But you know what they sneak at the bottom stuff? Yeah, they sneak all that kid stuff right at the bottom because they know that's eye level for kids. Yeah, and they and they you you drive by and I got them little hands that go out and grab little Milky Way bars and stuff like that. They know what they're doing. So I started studying. I was interested in this whole kind of supermarket psychology of like shelving and why they put stuff in certain places and how they place it and and you know like the cost of doing it, how much you pay to have it put at a certain row and, and blah 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 blah. Um, Greg says the eye level is the buy level. Yep, <laughs> that is true. Um, and it just made me realize as I was learning about supply and demand, reading uh, Thomas Sowell's book, Basic Economics, like how the supermarket, at least in my opinion, is, is I think it is the greatest place to learn about supply and demand. And if you just simply pay attention to pricing in the supermarket, not just seasonally, but like weekly, I'll, 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 even this is what I noticed, right? Again, I get nerdy. If you can understand which days delivery trucks come to the supermarket, you can get some really good discounts because what, what would you say are the most important days or, or the, the busiest days for supermarkets? Like just in general, is it midweek or weekend? Like it just in, in general, like do more people do their shopping on like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? So to prepare for the weekend, they need to get those shipments in. They need to have a lot of supply. To prepare for the weekend and all the buyers that are coming in friday saturday sunday right so if those trucks are coming in thursday what do you think they have to do with all that other stuff that's on the shelf on thursday that was there since last weekend because all the stuff that's on the shelf thursday is the stuff that didn't get sold or whatever they have left over from you know what people didn't buy on the last weekend well they got to get rid of it right going into the weekend do you want the piece of meat that expires and like 
three days or do you want the fresh piece of meat that expires in like a week? Well, you want the fresh meat, right? Because no one, no one wants to buy the one that expires in, in three days unless you're looking for a deal. Then you do. So you head, to, you head to the supermarket on like those Wednesdays, Thursdays where they're getting ready to, to get rid of those products. What's the best way to get rid of a product, guys? If you have something that no one's buying and you want to sell it, how do you encourage people to buy it? Basic economics, right? You reduce the price. And if you're someone that is, hey, looking to get a deal and you're looking to buy at a reduced price and you know that your best likelihood for a reduced price is on this specific day, you do your shopping on that specific day. Supply and demand, man, right? The supermarket is a great place for that. It is a great place. If, if it was up to me, we'd celebrate Halloween a day late because that candy gets real cheap the day after Halloween. <laughs> them turkeys get real cheap today after Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're about to celebrate everything two days late in the Stokes in the Stokes household. Our our Thanksgiving will be the week after Thanksgiving. We'll just get everything. We'll just get everything frugal frugal giving. We'll call it that. But uh, yeah, it's it's an it's it's an amazing place to learn about kind of the the supply and demand. Uh, process man hope you enjoyed the episode one more reminder cyber trader workshop recordings are available through the end of november i'm going to keep saying it so you don't forget it i can't tell you how many emails we've gotten saying akil i missed it bring it back bring it back well they have been brought in brought they're back right so make sure you don't miss it link is in the show notes below click it now and enjoy the free training